everybody how the hell are you guys it's johnny i wanted to do a quick easy call-in show well maybe not quick who knows it tends to run a little long sometimes but a call-in show where i ask three very important questions about the wall and what it means to you you guys are free to call in the link is pinned at the top of the chat it's in the description i'll drop it again in the uh what do you call this thing here the chat box and it's going to be simple, um, very friendly, nice and easy, but just to kind of discuss what we think about the wall, if the women are, if they know about the wall, where's my question here? Here it is. What does the wall mean to you? What age do you think a woman hits the wall? And do you think women see the wall coming? I want to know what a couple of you guys think. If you want to call in, if you never called in, if you just click that link, it will bring you into the stream yard and that'll put you backstage, not on camera to where I can uh, see you guys. And then I'll bring you on in the order that you call in. Make sure if you've got the stream running live in your YouTube browser separately, obviously, that you mute it over there so that it doesn't create an echo. Uh, and you'll still be able to hear it here in your stream yard browser on the live stream because there's a bit of a delay between what you'll see here live with me versus what other people will see live later on let's say hey to everyone in the chat real quick and then we'll bring people on here got a iridium is waiting backstage gentlemen so we'll bring him on ghost sure is here shadrock good to see you hermit in the building always good to see a hermit guys you don't have to be on camera the only thing i ask is you have at least an icon up guys because if you have a camera running and you're not on camera i will expect some fuckery is going on at which point i will have to just not let you on the stream but uh, an icon will do fine or a camera link. 
Guys, let's welcome Mr. Iridium Kush. Kush, how hey. you doing, brother? What's going hey, on? I'm doing good. Man, you burning one over there or what? I will be soon. Um, good. I have a uh, I have one of those uh, 50 year old medical procedures things you have yeah. to go through. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah so I've been twisting out my asshole for the past day. So yeah, that's ah. fun stuff. Well, at least you've got the old legal uh, medicine there to help ease the pain a little bit. Oh, brother. exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, I got the day off work tomorrow. I'm having that procedure done, and I went home a little early today. Um, from work, so I was able to join the stream early on. Fantastic. And, um, yeah, I know you had been talking about wanting to have me on the stream, so here I am. Man, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So let's start with question number one. What? How would you describe the wall? What does it mean to you? There are no wrong answers. I'm just getting everyone's opinion. What does the uh, wall? The, the wall for me is when a when a girl just like really stops being. Um, you know, really like in her prime. Um, and I think that really happens at, at 30 for me is, is the, is the, is the cutoff kind of, I mean, once it, once you get past 30, you start to see the crow's feet, the wrinkles, it's just, it's a pretty obvious transition to me. It's like one day they'll be super hot looking. The next thing they'll start getting kind of the milf look to them. Oh yeah. And then, then it, the MILF look isn't too bad in the 30s necessarily, maybe in the early 30s. Mm. But then by the time you hit 40, forget it. Yeah. Forget it. So would you say, I mean, that's because men are, are visual, I guess, right? It's because men are, are visual. And and I just think uh, I think it's just it's a it's an instinct, instinctive thing. Um, a woman mm. in her 20s is most fertile and it's yeah. going to give off that vibe. Um you're not going to get that vibe from a from a woman who's over 30 years old. Um, I don't think you're gonna you're not going to get it the same way. And I think it's the old adage. Uh, I think they said it on. I've heard it said several times. Um, men age like wine. Women age like milk. Mm. Mm. Nobody likes spoiled milk. No. No. And milk goes milk goes bad pretty quick, pretty early. Yeah. Whereas yeah. wine can. Uh, aged for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. That's something, isn't it? I think yeah. it's always interesting to, uh, you know, because we men are so visual, I think so many women think that men should think the way they do. And well, I, I get better with age. And I, whereas a man does, his earning incre uh, potential increases and he has more wisdom and less uh, is less sexually controlled, I would say, by his desires. He, he does in many ways get better. But this is not the way men see it in terms of women, I guess. Well, the next question I had for you here, Mr. Kush, what age do you think women hit the wall? I guess you answered that pretty decently last time. You say about 30 is maybe the beginning. Yeah, 30, 30 is really kind of, that to me, it, it's either around that. It's like between 29 to 31 or say 28 to 32. It's kind of in that kind of age bracket where um, you really see the, you really see the, the, the fall off 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 the yeah. cliff i think um, i would think so and, and at 40 you says pretty much just game over at that at point 40 right? it's game over i mean yeah yeah and well, as i told you i'm i'm approaching 50 so um yeah. you know i i'm not i'm not interested in dating a woman my age a woman my age doesn't look like me doesn't have the same kind of uh vibe good vibes doesn't have the you know the 
a woman in her 50s rarely makes it to and uh, successful in her career doing right. what I do. They they just don't make it that that long um, doing that. And you're such a good example of this, Mr. Kush, because I mean, at, at approaching 50, like say you've been extremely successful in life. I mean, you've you were what a chemist? Is that correct? I am still a chemical engineer. Well, right, still a chemical engineer. Okay, so fantastic. So you've done well for yourself. You've worked hard. You've set yourself up. I mean, you have everything a woman would ideally be looking for there in terms of stability. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's nice to hear you say that. So you, you wouldn't be interested in a 40, 50-year-old woman then? Absolutely not. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, hmm. I'm not sure I'd be really interested in any woman at this point. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. that that's kind of why I'm this thing called MGTOW. Um, yeah. Good so, point. Uh, Good I'm point. not, it's just because the, the problem for me is that I've reached 50. If I want to date a 25 year old woman, all they're going to see is, uh, all they're going to see is the money. They're going to see this. Um, they're not going to see me for me. Um, they're going to no. see my house. They're going to see my car outside. They're going to see my jewelry. And that's all they're going to care about. Yeah. The, it's just that's a red pill truth you have to accept. I think that uh, it's one of those truths that, that to me is such a great justification for the fact that men are visual and can live in a world without apologizing about that and say, well, look, if you like a man for stability or money, then he can like you based on your looks. I think that that evens the scales out a little in, in terms of relationships, which don't do it, men, for God's sakes. But don't you think that's kind of like if you can like a man for this, then can't a man like looks and appreciate a? Well, I think the I think the key part is is if you date a younger woman, a young. The other problem with a forty or fifty year old woman is they're going to be set in their ways. They're going to be, hmm. you know, if they're if they're an ex career woman, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be boss bish. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, nobody, no guy's going to want to marry that. Um, I wouldn't want to marry a woman um, in my age bracket and in my career status. I wouldn't want that because it'd just be this all the time. It'd be just mm. head button all the time. And I don't want that. I want a 22 year old, 25 year old, 27 year old who I can take under my wing and who will appreciate me who you can kind of teach and mold into your um into into a person that you want kind of want them to be i know that's not what women want to hear but no uh, and they just don't make them like that with, if you want to go along with the program um yeah that's and, good uh, man. roberts wrote that there peace peace quiet freedom um that's what i have right now and I ain't giving that up anytime soon. No, man. Yeah, and I take it you didn't work your entire life to get to this point to uh, take orders from anyone else. No. Yeah. No. Good for you, man. Good for you. Rusty, good to see you, buddy. Welcome to the show. Bob hey, Ballard, good to How see you. you. Sorry, I try to catch up on all the gentlemen here. But uh, Kush, man, fantastic. So um, this final question for you, sir. Yep. Do you think women see the wall coming? Do you think they they know that this is happening to them? No, and uh, it's very strange. They get they fall into this uh, lie that they can party away in their twenties, mm. um, 
not and and they get lied to on two fronts they think that they can party in their 20s for one thing and then they they can go and pursue uh, a career like a man and neither one of those things are are biologically uh, programmed into women and um no i don't uh, um yeah what was your original question again sir sorry no, no, just uh, do you think they see the wall coming? Do you think that they're no, aware they of this? They don't. And for that reason, because of the uh, the aid, the the things that they're told, party it up and all that partying and smoking and drinking and everything just augments that. Yeah. It just makes that splat into the wall even harder because yeah. you don't take care of yourself. You're out partying all night, late nights. That's, that's not good for your health. So that mm -hmm. just augments it even further. That makes that hit even harder. Not good for the skin, is it? No. No. It's not good for the skin. I mean, you can you can tell when, I mean, I can always tell when I see a, a chick who's been partying too much. I mean, she's either got, she's got lot, lots of ink in weird places, um, big time curl lines. Yeah. Um, you can just tell that she abused herself when she was younger and is paying the price for it now, even, even in the 30s and 40s. Um, you just and, know somebody uh, else abused her too sexually. I mean, not necessarily abuse, abuse, but no. definitely uh, road hard and put away wet, I guess is the term. Yeah. Oh, I could take that later. Yeah, no so, worries. Uh, yep. So, uh, did I answer your question? Absolutely, my man. Everyone in the chat, if any of the 22 people in the room right now want to call in, the call-in link is down there, guys. You can click it if you want to answer these questions and get in. I'm going to continue to talk to Mr. Cush in the meantime. We don't have anyone here waiting. So are you nervous about tomorrow? Are you looking forward to this as, I mean, getting it over with? Or I'm looking forward to getting it over with. Right. That's pretty right. much it, yeah. Looking oh, forward right. to getting it over with and um, being able to eat again. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you're having to go through the whole uh, abstaining from eating. Are you just drinking water at this point? Just drinking water. Yeah, I just got to yeah. drink water and, and drink the uh, lovely little solution that they give you. Uh, Is it uh, for the x-ray? What do they call that stuff again? It's it a you... solution. It, it's just, no, it's basically, it's it's a laxative. And they uh, to clean. you got to clean the pipe out. Got to um, clean out. Yeah, yeah. Pipe if, if, if there's shit in it, right? I mean, they got to. <laughs> They got to clean it out. Man, I, I don't. Uh, you're you're going to be doing this you. in a few years, sir. So you have yeah. this to look forward to. Well, that's fantastic. That sounds fantastic. Good to see you, JR. Welcome to the show. Good to see you, Wireless Plum and Big Daddy. Guys, if you want to call in, hit that call in link. If you don't, that's okay. But I would always love to talk to you guys. So what do you think about this, Kusha? What's your favorite method of ingesting the old uh, 420? Uh, 420, probably. Uh, it's just uh, joints or blunts. Yeah, old uh, school. Raw flour. Um, yeah. I will do edibles. I don't like edibles because of the delay, the hour-long yeah. delay, basically. Um, and it's a different kind of feeling. It, tends it is to different, isn't more, it? It tends to make me more, edibles, for whatever reason, tend to make me more lethargic. Yes, and, yeah. Um, that, was, that was my big thing with them. They just, uh, it's a completely different uh, feeling. Yeah, and um, yeah, that and uh, vapes—they give you some some effect. Yeah, um, and I use those when I travel because they're easy to travel with. Mm -hmm. um, 
but the the raw flour and plus the, the problem with the vapes is or any of these things that like any of these concentrated products they're they're mostly thc and the idea of marijuana is it's got thc and a lot of other good things in it yeah a lot of other good stuff and a lot of other good things that that, that augment the feeling as well it's not the yeah. same it's not the sensation it's it's not the same sensation or feeling and dabs i will do um but that's just so much so fast that yeah. gets me up so high so fast but it's also pretty quick come down to come down yeah they sure are man and i like that uh heaviness in the throat you know you hit a j or a bong or something you get that heaviness that's uh it's just you can't beat that. I mean, the old school methods are still the best ones. Although all the new stuff is cute, and I'll admit, vapes are handy if you're. Uh, and again, I don't smoke anymore because it's illegal where I'm at. But if it ever were, you know, certainly I would be uh, partaking. But yeah, man, it's um, that's interesting. I just always wanted to ask you that: what your favorite was? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's the raw flour, either from a bowl, a bong, or or joint. It's mainly raw flour. It's my my preferred uh, intake method. Fantastic, sir. I've uh, I've noticed that you've been hitting the segments or what do you call it? I guess the uh, the other shows here an awful lot and been doing a lot of call-ins and getting more involved. Are you ever thinking about doing a YouTube channel for yourself? Yeah. Well, I have a YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. I just uh, right. And I've downloaded Streamyard and everything, and I'm gonna eventually get set up doing that. It's just okay. because I have. Um, this shit, literally speaking, going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not focused on, on doing that kind of thing. And uh, sure. my travel and whatnot has just uh, makes it hard for me to find time to do that. And this, no is, harvest. this is also harvest season for uh, my very important herbs. So are you involved at all in that culture? I mean, in that industry, I should say, um, or yeah. just, oh, okay. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah, we, uh, my equipment we sell, it's a, it's a small sliver of our industry, but we sell equipment to the cannabis, uh, industry. Oh, okay. Uh, so we sell, yeah. Yeah. We sell a line of equipment for cannabis processing. So in fact, when I was in Baltimore two weeks ago, that was for a cannabis related, uh, trade show. Man, what a great fucking job for you, Kush. I mean, that's fantastic. You actually get to do something you love and enjoy, and it's uh, oh, not yeah. a secret. Yeah. Man, that, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to a, a big show in um, Vegas. It's like the big one. It's called MJ BizCon, hmm. and uh, that's a that's an enormous show. It's the week before Thanksgiving, and it's in Las Vegas, Nevada. So, yep. That's great, man. Are they also, um, is Vegas legal or is it recreational or medicinal? In where? In Vegas? In, Vegas, in Nevada. Yeah. yeah, Nevada, it's completely legal, uh, recreational. <clears throat> the only thing about it is, though, it hasn't really taken root there because I was there last year for the same show. It hasn't taken root there because all the casinos there are uh, controlled by the Federal Gaming Commission <clears throat> because it's federal control. Yeah. Because it's still federally illegal, the gaming, the casinos won't touch it. Right. Um, because I, I would fully anticipate that if it were to become federally legal, they'd have like cannabis lounges and oh yeah. And I, I oh. think that will be the I think that will be the thing that comes. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. sure they would definitely have some uh, some reasons to have high roller tables that would be smoke friendly. 
Oh yeah, all that kind of stuff is is coming, but uh, they aren't touching it now uh, because it's still federally illegal. Mm. Um, mm. So, I would anticipate in maybe two three years, maybe maybe a little bit longer, it'll be federally legal. It's federally legal in Canada, right? So you can you can actually you can fly with up to thirty grams, up to an ounce of weed. On a plane, you can take it. Like if you go fly from like Montreal to Vancouver, you can take up to an ounce of weed with you. Mm, mm. That's fantastic, man. That sounds really, really cool. Looks like we got Sacred Y coming in. Kush, I'm just going to put you backstage for just a brief moment. Yeah, We're no going to see if this is indeed the uh, the real gentleman here and make sure there's no foolishness going on if it's not. But uh, I will bring you back on here in just a few minutes, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Do what you got to do. Thank you, sir. Sacred Y, what's going on, man? Not much, brother. How's it going? Man, another beautiful day above ground, sir. I can't complain one bit. So today's topic, sir, is about the wall. And I will get our first question back up here for us. Sir, in your opinion, what does the wall mean to you? How would you describe the wall? No eggs. No what? No eggs. Yeah, no eggs left in the, uh, yeah, I can understand that. So let's just move, brush the, through these real quick before we talk about it a little more. At what age do you think this happens to a woman, if you know, in your opinion? I would say it would start around 35 because 35. their options in the dating market just start plummeting probably well before. And honestly, in my opinion, from my generation, the the real young generation, we uh, I'd say the wall hits is now hitting at 25. When you see people, when you see women who are already twice divorced mm. by the age of 25, How and you, I'm 26. Oh, okay, okay, I apologize. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so I, go ahead, buddy. I apologize. No, it's all good. So what I'm I'm seeing is there are, especially in my town that I live in, and here in Wisconsin, it's it's a lot of them are. It's like right after their first starter marriage as what they like to post on their social medias and it's like right after they pop out the first uh chad baby it's they they turn right back into the dairy cows out in the field mm. so i have i actually have you know a water buffalo that lives across from me and she's Believe it or not, she looks as if she's 35, but she's only like 22, I believe. Wow. What would do you think? Uh, this is maybe cigarettes, alcohol, drugs that are aging these young women so rapidly, or I mean, in your opinion, I, what? In my opinion, I think it's a combination of all the bad choices, along with the miles and miles of uh, baloney pony that they're taking. Yeah, and that's certainly, um, I would think that's certainly a lot of what's going on right now is we do see a lot of women that are 
very promiscuous nowadays. And a lot of times I think some of them delve that probably with alcohol and pills and these types of things. Oh, absolutely. Um, in fact, it's funny you mentioned the wall because I just found out this weekend that my aunt is dropping papers on my uncle this week. Oof. How long have they been married? I honestly have no idea. But what I do know is, you know, he, she's twice divorced. I don't know. You know, he came in to be stepdad. So Oof. he, you know, he's a, he's a beta cuck and I've, I've never really, really liked him, but the fact that she's getting closer to her late forties, you know, her looks are fading. Her hair is, her hair lines fading and she's, mm. she's getting the, what do you call them? The lunch lady veins, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not good. That's yeah. not a good look. It, well, anyways, it's, it's ironic because she he he ended up actually cheating on her from what i hear he he mm. decided uh no i'm gonna trade up for a younger woman and uh she found out by well because most women are pretty nosy but she yeah. found uh some male enhancements mm. uh, that uh he was hiding so obviously there was some psychological going on to where he wasn't he's obviously not turned on by her anymore that's what happens yeah. yeah so it and what's what's funny to me was it's actually kind of sad because my family just lives in horrible carbon copy dialectic cycles with each generation it's just you know new it's the same story each generation she's about to tie with my grandmother three for three you know mm. three times divorced the grandmother but, too huh? oh absolutely um you know i love my grandmother she did have a good hand in in helping raising me because my my parents were never there mm. um but now older and wiser especially being as red-pilled as I am being a six year monk now, I can see, you know, I, I don't feel as bad for the situation that the women in my family are in. I it's, it's really hard for me to have any form of sympathy for them outside of the biological, uh, you know, connection that we share. It seems like that, if you make that choice, that's on you. Um, Yes, you know, and and again, it's there. Oh, it's constantly how how horrible men are. It's always it's always our fault. Mm. Um, I've actually just had a real a real life experience just a few weeks ago with my grandfather, which was it. It's. It's as if everything you learn from Hammerhand, you know, Stardust, you, Undead Chronic, it's like everything that you learn just comes full effect into your life in like full manifestation. Yeah. My grandfather, who's, who, he's taught me a lot when I was young and I'm, I'll always be appreciative 
but given enough time, you know, a beta cuck will tell you how he feels eventually. And there was one day he came in and it was just him and me. And he starts going off because he's, you know, like my uncle, he, he's unhappy with my grandmother. Well, you know, he, he chose to marry her, you know, and, and be a stepdad. So, you know, I don't have really any sympathy for simps neither. I I really don't. I think they they do it to themselves. And because I, I refuse, I absolutely refuse to marry a single mother and raise another man's kids. I therefore, in his own quotes, do not deserve to have a family, which, you know, kind of hurt a little bit. He said that to you. Oh, absolutely. It was, uh, it was kind of like, uh, the mask coming off, you know, how he really, really felt. And I've, Mm -hmm. I've noticed both him and my uncle, you know, they, as soon as they get sick of being, being the beta, beta bucks provider, you know, for, for the many, many, many years, you know, eventually they will grow to resent the family that they chose to join. My uncle even, uh, he, he told my aunt that he wished that he never married her, that he wished he had children of his own, which, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome because to me, because it reaffirms all of my MGTOW teachings, you know, it's good that there are men out there that teach these things. Obviously, not just me, but yeah, Undead Chronic, Hammerhand. I mean, there are so many men that are putting this message out there that it's it's not to scare younger men. It's to hopefully at least let them be aware of it. Because like you said, you, you notice it yourself most of your life, but it's not till you've heard a few people say it out loud that you realize this is this actually is what it looks like, you know? Yeah, and... Um... My my best friend, his his parents are getting divorced. Hmm. So ev- everyone in my, you know, f- vicinity, you know, they're they're all divorced. They're all miserable. They all have horrible train wreck of lives. And I'm I'm a hundred percent happy, content, peaceful, um, as a MGTOW monk. You know, my, my problems of this world, you know, are, are very minimum, very, very small. I do not have the emotional baggage that these people, you know, carry around. And as much as I have compassion and affection for them in regards to biological, um, relation, there, there's really there's there's no sim- real sympathy for them because these are all from their own choices, mm-hmm. you know. I would my, think that's some of what why your grandfather said what he said to you. I think he knows that he made that choice. I think he feels perhaps it's too late for him, and here you are with this knowledge at such a young age. A- absolutely, and that, I believe that that really 
really, really pissed him off because he and my sister, of course, having her just divorcing her uh, starter marriage, you know, which has, it's kind of, you know, disrupted the, the family because I, especially it's kind of rattled our relationship between me and my, my sister and, and she's my full blood sister. We come from the same, same biological mother. So, you know, I would, I would, as I would have assumed that of, after all her and I have been through as children, that she would have made different choices. But instead, you know, again, it's like a dialectic cycle of carbon copies. Every female in my family makes the same mistake. They all lead each other down this path, though. I mean, females will take females' advice on just about anything and follow it blindly. Even if the one that gave them the advice is is losing, by all accounts, they will still attempt the same path. It's yeah. interesting. It's interesting to hear you say that, my man. Well, let me ask you this final question here real quick. Do you think women see this coming? And before you answer that, let me address this. I'm sorry. Uh, Channel 1800 Dumb and Mark, thank you so much for your super chats, boys. I appreciate your contribution to the show. As always, it's uh, very helpful. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Do you think women see the wall coming? So it's I think they see it. And what I'm what I'm seeing, what I'm also noticing, I'm intuitively picking up that they're seeing, you know, you, you got to remember, women have a very keen biological ability to read, read a room, read a situation, because back in, you know, caveman days, they had to, you know, they had to understand if Bubba was going to smack him on the head or not, you know. So what I think is, yes, they women do see the wall coming and they will be like Jezebel and they will just deny that shit up until the end, like uh, unto their own destruction. Like they will they will live in denial that they are they are the exception to the rule. And what else I'm seeing is that they're seeing the wall within society you know because every every civilization you know every empire it collapses you know so every civilization hits the wall and they're seeing that now and they're scared so why that's why you're seeing now that you know the soft girl summer which i didn't even see much of it anyways but you, you can see now there you can there are some women who are really trying to put on that traditional chameleon you know mask it's like of staying home cooking and cleaning but that's because the hard times are coming and i mm -hmm. think they sense it but again their pride their emotional standpoint they will still deny even unto the final destruction point and their pride really is something i mean they they will not admit defeat or a mistake ever 
I mean, they just, it's like they're not capable of it for some reason. Well, and, and what do you think is going to happen when this country, you know, I, I believe this country has already hit the wall. I think we're just enjoying the nice last few, the last decade of, of decadence and decline. But again, what's going to happen? They're going to blame us men. And I mean, the strong philosophical stoic men who who see through the bullshit we will be the ones to be blamed because they will still have their beta simp supporters behind them that you know they'll they'll give some false encouragement to because because they need they need their beta slaves but again they will blame us for the destruction that they brought upon themselves you you can be fully withdrawn from this system and you will still be blamed as a man because mm. they they accountability is not in their nature no it's not and i think you're right they they will have a scapegoat they will take no responsibility whatsoever for any of this i mean i think that more than anything because they do have that simp army like you're saying that will back them up and say, oh yeah, it was all of these other men and all it was all of the masculine men. It was all of this stoic men that believed in themselves and they were selfish and they, you know, went their own way. And it's got to be all of these other people, but it was no fault of mine. I, I agree with you, sir. Absolutely. Well, yeah, Sacred, exactly. Sacred Why, thank you so much, brother. It's been nice talking with you. I'm just going to put you backstage. You can still watch the show from back there. Mr. Kush is still waiting there patiently as well. I'm going to bring on Wireless Plum and ask him a few questions, uh, the same questions for the most part. But uh, thank you so, so much for calling in, brother. It was great to hear from you. Thank you for having me on, brother. You got it, man. I'll put you back here. You can watch the show and we'll bring on Mr. Wireless Plum. How the hell are you, buddy? How you doing? I'm good. How are you, John? Man, great day today, sir. Thank you so much for always being part of the streams. It's always good to see your name pop up and say Ghost Nation. Hell yeah, bro. It's always good to be here, man. Wouldn't rather be anywhere else, you know? Man, I sure do appreciate that kind of enthusiasm, sir. Well, I've got a couple of questions here for you. Three, to be exact. I guess that's a few. Number one, what does the wall mean to you, Plum? Uh, say that one more time. I'm sorry. What does the wall mean to you? How would you define the wall pertaining to women? So I would define it as, um, you know, they no longer have their youth. Um, sort of like that female divine aspect to them sort of fades away. Um, you know, it's no longer like a, a situation where you're going to be seeking after these women. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like they sort of have to initiate that. If they even want a chance, I think I think that's what the wall sort of is. It's like uh, it, it sort of gives the power back to the man as far as like, you know, uh, she can no longer sort of control a man um, via looks and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. I've heard so many people say so many different things, whether it be uh, their looks, which I think any man could agree with. Some have said just simply their ability to reproduce, which, you know, um, I think it, it, that would still require a man at very least. What right. age would you say that the wall affects women or starts to affect women? I would say it begins um, in the mid-20s. Mm -hmm. And I say it would really kick in um, at about 30 to the late 20s, you know. 30 to late 20s, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Okay. 
That's very fair, sir. Very fair. And do you think that women see the wall coming at all? Uh, I do. I think they plan for it. You know, I mean, that's the thing with a lot of these uh, these OnlyFans chicks, these screen whores and whatnot, or screen three, 304s. Sure. It's about, you know, they try to make as much money as they can before the wall hits them because they know that, that, that it's coming. You know, they're not stupid. They know what's going on. And um, it's all about trying to set, set themselves up in a way so that uh, once they do hit the wall, they'll be set up in life, you know? Mm. That's yeah. that's yeah i think that's probably when they want the nice guy right yep that's when they need a simp yeah the simp to step in and save milady there's plenty the of white knights out there yeah oh yeah. yeah there's there's more than enough especially now uh with you know how uh for the past few decades and whatnot with feminism and everything it's just gotten to a point now where men will settle you know i mean all these simps out here that aren't aware of the red pill um I mean, you don't even have to really call it the red pill. It's really just the truth at this point. You know what I mean? It's just the truth. Yeah. Uh, there's there's just so much more risk for a man than any reward or benefit, um, you know, from, from getting involved with these modern women, these feminists. And, you know, I know that there's a, you know, there's one there's 1% of women out there that haven't really been poisoned by feminism that much and whatnot. And, um, you know, I think that those women are fine. It's not, you know, these sort of uh, topics and whatnot don't pertain to that 1%. Um, you know, so I think, but but those women, they're, they're extremely rare and they're already taken and whatnot. And so, do yeah. You, do you think that um, a lot of men will give in and succumb to this just because they're lonely or maybe a lack of self-worth, maybe need, need for validation perhaps? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of men are just frankly afraid to be alone and you know for me as somebody that's a uh, you know been raised by two women uh growing up in a lesbian household you know that's different for me because i've sort of found comfort in isolation you know what i mean with dealing with all the the crap that i've had to deal with coming up i find comfort in isolation so it's not really a fear for me when it comes to being alone i'm actually more happy when i'm alone Oh, so yeah. A, yeah. a lot of men that you know haven't really reached that point where they felt the pain from all this stuff and they're still trying to, you know, get that validation uh, from from places that aren't themselves. That's when they succumb to it. You know, it's all about pretty much how much knowledge you have, um, you know, because because in, in reality, you don't really need to, you know, get a wife and then do all these things. It's all stuff that we've made up. You know what I mean? It's like that's only that's only something that should be considered if it's going to benefit you. It's going to benefit uh, potentially kids you know what i mean it's like because when i think about sex in general it's like it's for reproduction you know what i mean it's like i guess you know sex and whatnot um it can be like sort of this thing people look at as like this hobby for fun and whatnot but i mean i think you need to have like actual morals ethics and values and that needs to go both ways you know the woman needs to have these uh these morals ethics and values and whatnot and a man shouldn't settle for anything less, you know, especially if you're somebody who values, um, you know, like sort of family and whatnot, you know, sh sex should just be something you're running around doing for fun. That's why you have to control your biology. Yeah. Like Hammerhand says, you know, because if you don't control your biology in today's day and age, it's going to control you. And there's just it's just a, a stupid game, you know? Yeah, I spent a long time uh, chasing peace leave. And I'll be honest with you, it was one of the most pointless chases in my life. I wasted a lot of time. 
Yeah, and I'm glad that, you know, guys like you, so many other guys uh, in today's day and age of, you know, the information age, I've been I've been able to learn the easy way. You know, um, I had one heartbreak in high school that woke me up. You know, I did everything right with this girl, you know, uh, going out of my way to make sure she's OK, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can do everything. You can treat these modern women like queens and they will walk away for chat in an instant it's not even a, a thought to them you know i mean and they'll and they'll, they'll they'll recognize that they're not stupid they'll see that you actually care about them and that you're a man with morals ethics and values and that yeah. you know they'll they'll take advantage of that you know what i mean it's 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 the most sick shit ever so it is and they they uh they seem to get off on it i mean they they seem to celebrate oh yeah they do times. they love it yeah it's ridiculous. So that that experience really woke me up and red pilled me because I'm like, well, hey, if if you can do everything in your power, because that's really all you can do in this world is uh, do your best. That's really all you can do, and and, and that's still not going to get you the results. That's still not going to get you anywhere with these modern women. It's just like, hey, you you might as well focus on yourself, focus on what matters to you in life, you know, instead of focusing on that external validation that um, has trapped so many men, you know, and I'm, I'm grateful for these content creators because when you first realize that these truths, you know, it's it's more isolating and alienating because uh, you haven't found MGTOW yet. You, you don't know that you're not alone. You know, when you have fam well, because I'm a young guy, I turn 20 tomorrow, but I'm mm -hmm. a young guy. I mean, you know, you have family always questioning you. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Where's your girlfriend? Where's this? Where's that? Uh, they ask you, you know, are you gay? This, that, the other thing. It's just like, you know the shaming language right it's the shaming, shaming language and, and Man, i'm it, so glad to, to know that i'm not alone in that you know what i mean it's just like even though it seems like that you know with the internet and MGTOW and everything it's like i know i'm not alone um no. with, with these situations and that's the that's the value we get here you know yeah, man. And it's good to see so many young men like yourself, at least being aware. I mean, you don't yeah. have to be full monk mode. You don't have to be full MGTOW at 19 years old, 20 years old. But just being aware of the information makes you it's so much harder to trap you or take advantage of you. Exactly. You know, knowing is half the battle. That that uh, quote is very, very true in this world. Knowing is half the battle. Yes, sir. And being able to fo focus on the truth, I mean, and separate things out and see, well, this is what's going on. Well, Plum, exactly. thank you. Thank you so, so much, sir. I greatly appreciate it. I've got swimming in the cesspool of stupidity coming up. Absolute Knowledge Seekers is waiting in the back room as well. I'm just going to put you back into the guest room here, sir, and you can watch from there. And uh, um, we may bring everybody back on in a little bit here, or I may bring you individually back on um, one at a time. So gotcha. if you want to continue, sir, I thank you so much for calling in. Yep. Cheers to good health, John. All right, brother. Thanks. All right. Swimming in the cesspool of stupidity. How are you doing today? Hello, hello, sir. I think you're one of the greatest shows here on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. I definitely appreciate that so much, man. I've got a couple of questions prepared for you, and I would love to know what you think about this. What does the wall mean to you in terms of a woman? Uh, can you repeat that for a second? Yes. Uh, what does... What does the wall mean to you in terms of a woman? Oh, oh, I, I've been with a few women, not that many as others might have. But I have found out that the wall is literally when they decide to settle down with a simp. Mm. They, literally, they literally just have their sports fun in the beginning with the DNA. And then once they get either pregnant or the guy does not commit, they actually do just settle down 
with a man that will provide for them. Unfortunately, that only happens like maybe 10% of the girlfriends I've had. But the problem is that 10% is what makes the other 90% think that they could accomplish the same thing. Because I vividly remember even talking to one that did get married. Um, when she got to get married, when she wanted to get married, and I told her, I don't care about how much you make because I know when the kid comes, you're going to quit your job. And, of course, 10 years later, when she found a simp, in my opinion, these are all my opinions, uh, he married her thinking, and he has a beautiful house, but three months after the kid came, she quit her job. Mm. Man, that's, that's, so then it's all on the man at that point. Correct. He becomes the ATM. And I've just talked to another guy in another chat and discourse where he's been married for 10 years. I don't know if it was all his kids. He had three kids with her. She's 45 now. And she's repulsed by him touching her. And he doesn't know what's going on. And I told him, I was like, that's your future, man. Your sex life is over. The next step step is separate bedrooms. Mm. That's it. That's that's a hard one. I don't think I could do separate bedrooms myself, brother. The next question I have, I have for you, man, I want to get, uh, get through this. We've got so many men waiting right now. I don't want to keep everyone waiting on me, but um, let me ask you this. What age do you think this starts with women? What age do you think the wall begins? Oh, they, they start getting into menopause phase around 30, depending on the race. Mm-hmm. But I would, I, I, would, I would say about white women, I would say about uh, 35, it starts declining. It like when I always get in a fight with a girlfriend, I always say, just come back when you're ovulating. Hmm. <laughs> because yeah. the, fact, the fact of the matter, they're only horny about three to five uh, days out of the month. So that's the only time you're ever going to get genuine sex out of it. The other time. Yeah. yeah, good point. Not not forced or faked sex. I, I know yeah. what you mean. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like get enthusiastic, like some person on the Internet says about the genuine desire. Yeah, that only works for like a third of the men. That means 70 plus men will never get that in their life. Never. Mm-hmm. These women have sex for reasons, not for desire. I agree with that. They have a motive and that's what they, uh, I think they, they force that motive and that's what they're after is uh, generally what their end goal is in mind. So let me ask yeah, you this. Uh, do you think women see this wall coming? Do you see? Do you think they're aware of this? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I know a lot of my friends would get married around the age of 28. They know it's coming by 30. Yeah. They hundred percent know. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no question about it. That they're they're coming around the age of. Uh, I would say 30 to 35, but but right now it's been pushed back because of feminism and jobs. A lot of women are now getting hired as project managers with good pay, so they don't need a man at all. So the problem with that is, the problem with that is that they don't need a man financially at all until they realize that they need a kid. And when they get a kid, they don't, since they don't need the man because they have the state to take care of them by extracting that money from the gentleman. Mm-hmm. In reality. In reality, they'll just continue on their way forward. So when guys think, I hate to tell you with these men, when guys think it's going to be your turn, it, it, it really will never be your turn. It, it will really 
Yeah, it will never be your turn. So no, these men think they can just scrape them off the wall once they hit it. That's the worst thing you could do as a guy. The, the worst thing because they will, depending on the state, I, I think it's like three years. Some places, if you're with a woman for 10 years, you got to pay alimony to the day you die. It, it's really sickening, just, just pure sick. Man, I agree with you completely, brother. I, pre I appreciate you calling in and swimming in the cesspool of stupidity. Thank you so much, sir. I'm going to move on to a couple of other gentlemen here so I can keep this thing flowing. Thank you so much, buddy. I'll see you next time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you later. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, guys, we've got a special guest in the house. I don't typically break the order of call-in. I apologize. Absolute knowledge seekers and then mouth agape eight. You guys are coming up here, but I've got to let somebody jump in line here because this is someone who challenged me to start making more content, challenged me to start branching out, challenged me to really focus on this. And instead of putting out one or two videos a week to go really hard in the paint, ladies and gentlemen, I give you coach Greg Adams, Mr. Adams. What's up? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. How you doing today? All right. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm not going to take too much time. And I just jumped in here to thank you for the support yeah. all right, that you've been giving me in my channel. And I'm glad to hear you. Uh, you know, you're, you're motivated to do your own channel and keep doing your thing. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Coach. I really appreciate all you do, man. I watch all your shows. I don't want to fanboy out too much, but uh, I love what you're doing, man. Keep doing it. And I love that your style is different than so many other MGTOW creators. Yeah, man. I, you know, I, as people know, you got, you kind of progress and evolve and you got to make what's best for entertainment value and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So this started off in GTLW and then it progressed into something. Um, did you run into, I'm, Go ahead. I'm sorry, I was going to say, did you run into any um, pushback from the MGTOW community um, yeah. because you are a different style? Yeah, well, what happened was that there was a lot of growth and I saw that there was a lot of growth in, in the channel. So then it, you know, it started inviting a lot of blue pill and purple pill people in there that, you know, they needed more information than just, okay, no, no relationships, right? Then it started for me having to dig in for more information and content to give people uh, some more options that were just not as limited. A lot of people really need to get away from relationships, right? A lot of yeah. people see the writing on the wall. So therefore, when we say go on your own way, those guys need to go their own way, right? They're, they need to reset. But a lot of guys weren't ready to reset. And they were like, give me more. What, what, what else can I do? And remember, I don't know if you saw my channel. People were like, okay, that's nice. What else can I do? What else can I do? So I was like, okay. Let me give them this option here, this option here, and open it up a little bit. But uh, the core of the message is still the three tenets that a lot of people have. No relationships, no cohabitation, no no marriage. And mm. that's all they need. That That is the choice. A lot of your guys that I've been listening to, they've been saying they, they saw the writing on the wall. They see the wall. And they see, um, you know, they've experienced the sexual relationship. They've experienced the women retracting from them sexually. And no. what more than they need? Yeah. Yeah, guys, if you don't know Coach Greg Adams, go over and check out his channels. I recommend the Free Agent Lifestyle and the Notorious CGA channel. Uh, both of those are fantastic because you can send over some super chat love if you want on the Notorious CGA. Coach, you've also written a couple of books. Is that right? Yeah, Free Agent Lifestyle and The Evolution, which were a culmination of most of my content in the early phase. Mm -hmm. And so I put all of that together into one book. So a lot of people that can't get access to that old content, this is what it is. And, you know, I was able to see where things could go potentially with YouTube and all of that stuff. So I kind of put everything in the package. 
Man, I, I love it. I love everything you're doing over there. I, I don't want to put you out there, but a lot of young men that, that watch me that may not know who you are. I mean, you went through a hard time in your life. You, you know, lived out of your explorer and, and you re, rebuilt yourself into yep. something great. I mean, if it wasn't for this monk mode ideas, the guys before me that were MGTOW or the guys that before me that were red pill, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have this opportunity that I have today. And, um, it, it was the catalyst for me to change my mindset. So you are doing that now. I did that for you. You're doing that for another group of young men. And this is what we do. We pass it on. We pass it on, pass it on and give men another option. The option yeah. of marriage and monogamy is not for everybody, at least, uh, you know, at least multiple times. I got to tell you personally, man, it's amazing to hear you say that because I watched you at a time when I was still working and living out of hotel rooms on work's dime and then getting a hotel room on the weekend and, you know, yep. not having a place. And I was putting out one or two videos. And every time you do a live stream, I'd tune in and I'd hear you uh, say things about, hey, if you're living in Birmingham, you need to, you know, you got to do this and you've got to push harder. And and I started doing that and actually gained some traction. So I, yeah. I literally took your... Whether it was inadvertent or not, I took your information and I put it into action. Good. Well, I always said if I can help one person by doing this, that's all that matters. And sometimes I'm on shows and there's 2,000 people, 1,500 people. And sometimes mm -hmm. I can't believe it, but uh, people are finding this message. At least they want to hear it. So uh, for you, as far as you're concerned, keep telling your message to your audience and uh, the audience will grow uh, over time. But uh, listen to this guy, man. He's been there, so he's trying to help you out. I'm not trying to be here too long, but I wanted to pop up since I was doing some editing and I saw you were live. I wanted to pop up and say hello and what's up to your audience. Much love, Coach Greg. Guys, one of my moderators, please put the free agent lifestyle and the notorious CGA uh, link in the chat. I'll get to it in a minute here when I get to the next caller as well. Coach, thank you, sir. I'm yep. grateful. Appreciate you, bro. Take All care. right, buddy. Have a good All one. Right. Peace. Man, Coach Greg Adams, guys, the legendary CGA. If you don't know him, check him out. He does a morning live stream for about three hours, five days a week. He does an evening stream for about an hour. That's all during the week. And then I think he does member shows on Sunday. I think he takes Saturdays off and does his vlog channels. So check those out. Next up, Mr. Absolute Knowledge Seekers. How are you, buddy? What's up, John? Uh, good to see you again, man. You're still putting out a gang of content, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, on my backups. Yeah, I can say whatever I want on my backups. I try to keep it clean for, for your channel. Somewhere. Sure, hey, no worries. No worries. That's all right. Everybody slips up a little bit, so that's no problem whatsoever, bud. Well, are you going live later on tonight? Uh, maybe late night on, on my backups. Um, yeah. I got to keep – yeah, I have to keep my, my main channel. I'm still relevant, but, but with my backups, I we could say whatever the hell you want. You know, so that's fantastic, brother. I see that you're starting to really grind hard at it, man. And I was just talking with CGA about that, man. It's the if you really want to make content and you really enjoy doing it, man, you got to push so hard. And I start to see you do that. It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, man. Well, hey, I got a couple of questions I'm asking everybody today here. First off, what does the wall mean to you in terms of a woman, sir? Um. Um, the wall is, is okay. The wall is when a certain it's a certain part of their life when they, they just lose the shine and and you could see the wrinkles in their face and everything starts sagging and and and, and you just know and you just know that 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 they've lost their their peak 
they, you know, mm-hmm. they, 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 uh, they've already hit their peak and, and they're going, um, they're definitely going downhill or they hit like it. You could just tell at a certain, you could just tell with different women and then with different women, it's at different ages. You know, you know, I've seen women, I've seen women at 50 that I'm like, yo, you're 50 years old. I've seen women mm-hmm. that, you know, I've seen women that, that I'm like, that I was, you know, that. That still look good at, at 50. So the wall is different for, for every single woman. But I've seen women in their 20s that I'm just like, you look like shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The road hard and put away wet look is not a good thing. Yeah. Awesome, brother, man. Well, next question here. What age? I guess you touched on that a little bit. So would you say if you had to define an age that you think is universal? What, what would Unif- that be? Um, universal, it's hard to say. Um, they can look good when they're a little 40. older. I've seen a few. Yeah, forty for sure, though. Yeah, forty. Okay. Like, yeah, like forty. It's like you know, you know, once hit, you know, once he hits forty, for like ninety-five percent or more, mm. you know, yeah, for like ninety-nine percent of the time, you know, when, when a woman hits forty, you're like, yeah, yeah, you're forty, you know. Yeah, I do, man. I know that look very well, sir. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Do you think women see the wall coming? Are they aware of this? Um, well, well, they do a lot. Well, they make a lot of stupid decisions. So, so you know, because of that, you know, since they make a lot of stupid um, decisions, I think that they, they don't even think about, you know, they're so present and they're just chasing and, and, and they're so present. They try to, they try to find these, you know, these emotional highs, you know, they try to find them all these different, um, thrills in, in their youth that they don't even think about, and, and once it hits, they're like, you know, you know, you know. There's so many women, you know. There's so many women that, that don't have children that regret um, not having children. So that just speaks for itself, um, right there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's one of those things that um, you know, if you don't use that when you have a chance as a young woman, as you get older, it not only becomes more dangerous, uh, it's much harder to get a man to want to put a seed in. You know what I mean? And, 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 and it's important. And some of them, and some of them are like, Oh, I, you know, I wish I settled down and I wish I had children. I wish, I, you know, I wish I wouldn't have been riding the carousel, you know, for 30 years and, and all this, uh, you know, and all this other, other BS, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, it may, you know, 20 something or 30 something. You didn't, you didn't think to yourself, you know, Maybe now I should have kids, and you know, and then and then their forties, they're like, oh, you know, I should have kids. I'm like, doesn't make any, you know, you know, if, you know, if they're in their forties and they're thinking, oh, I should have kids, you know, you know, maybe in your thirties, in, in your early thirties, you should be like, yeah, you know, now it's time. Yeah. You know. Too late, huh? Too late. Well, yeah. absolute knowledge seekers, thank you so much, brother, for coming on here and talking with me, buddy. You've got moderator uh, in my chat. Will you make sure before you leave to leave a link to your channel so everyone can go over and subscribe that doesn't know you and you know make sure, sure everybody sure, can find yeah. you? Awesome, sir. Thank you, thank you so much, buddy. I'm gonna get in with some of these other gentlemen that are waiting on me. Mouth of the Gape Ape is up next, so thank you, sir. Appreciate you. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move down the list here. Thank you guys so much for the call-ins. I certainly appreciate it. Channel 1800 Dumb says, I got money. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams there. Hemi, dang, cannot get into a bidding war with you, sir. (laughs) Guys, you guys can have a bidding war in the Super Chats. It wouldn't hurt my feelings one damn bit, gentlemen. Thank you all so much for the love and the support. I love hearing from all of you guys. 
We're going to talk to Mouth Agape Ape. Let me get this off of here and bring him on. Mouth Agape, good to see you, brother. How you doing today? Good, John. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for being a part of all my live streams, man. It's good to see you in here. Every time your name pops up, I get excited. Well, I'm glad somebody does. Hey, man. Hey, it's, it's always good to see friendly faces or friendly names of faces. It's nice to finally put a face with it. So, man, we're doing a little questionnaire today, and I'm getting everyone's kind of idea on these three questions. So I'm going to pick your brain a little. What exactly does the wall mean to you, sir? The wall means to me when a woman loses her ability to manipulate someone. Mm, that's a great answer. Go ahead. When she reaches that age where her looks aren't paying the bills, they're not mm -hmm. buying the drinks. When, when uh, Chad and Tyrone are no longer looking at her, they're looking at the younger model that just walked in the bar. That's when they realize that they're, they were masters of the game and now they are in the backcourt. Man, that's, that's a beautiful answer. That's very poignant. I would agree with you 110% on that. At what age do you think this happens, sir? It can vary. Like I said, as soon as they realize that Chad and Tyrone don't want to put it in them anymore. Yeah. You know, that's that, could when be, that could be 25, that could be 35. I mean, I've seen, I've seen women in the town I live in that are now in their fifties and they looked haggard in their twenties mm. and early thirties and they were still riding the CC. I mean, this town I live in, has got some world-class hoes in it. It amazes me now. that some men will still pump these some of these women that I just couldn't even get uh, excited about. I couldn't, I can't see it. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, there's one in this town that's epic. I mean, I, I live in a railroad town and I think she's probably been through 50 or 60 railroaders. Oof. Oof. That's rough, man. That's rough. Well, let uh, me ask you this. Do you think that they see it coming? Do you think they're aware that this day is approaching? Yeah, they do. They they see it, and it's. I don't think it's immediate. I think it's a gradual. It's a slide. They see it coming when, uh, like I said, when they when they're not the the cutest thing at the bar. You know, every every year a new crop of twenty one year olds show up. Yeah. So, if you're if they're, if they're in the bar and that's their scene, they now they've got all these little youngins just coming in. And you can just see them getting pushed, you know, when they used to sit at this end of the bar where the guys were at. You can just see them kind of getting pushed to the back towards the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the truth. And I think that uh, I just they can't bring themselves to admit when it's over. I think a lot of them still are trying to hold on to it or they're still trying to live through their uh, younger daughter's um, uh, yeah, attraction true. or whatnot, maybe, and trying to Absolutely. glom on to that. I've seen that too. You know, I, I haven't, I've been to the bar probably four times in the past dozen years. And I used to, when I was originally single, before I got married the first time, uh, I used to be there like six nights a week and I've been there seven nights cause it, but they were all closed on Sunday. Yeah. But so now, you, you, made... 
you know, I see, I see people now that I, you know, if I go to, if I would walk into the bar, I wouldn't know hardly anybody unless it's the owner. Cause I know him personally. Hmm. But if, if I walk in there now, I'm walking in to the sons and daughters of the people I used to drink with 25 years ago. So you made the uh, marriage mistake twice also then? Yes, sir. I've been and, divorced uh, for coming on, coming on two years now. And, uh, Second one was almost 12 years. Uh, first oh. one was only, first one was only a couple. In my opinion, the second one was harder on me. Would, I mean, would you say that's your opinion as well? Or? Uh, first one, no, no kids, no, not, you know, no kids involved. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a mistake to, you know, that was one of those girls that I wish my friends would have told me that uh, she had been passed around. Nobody ever you know, warns you, do they? After I get married and after I get divorced, that uh, I found out a couple of people that I personally know had slept with her, but they never mm. said anything to me. Mm. So it's like, thanks, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you don't, and second, you, you can't blame yeah. them because she didn't tell you either, you know? No. Yeah, yeah. And when they say, oh, no, I've known him for years, he's just a really good friend. And then you find out after you, you know, after you divorce, you know, you talk to your guy that you work with, your buddy, and he goes, oh, yeah, I fucked her back in so-and-so mm. time. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, the second one, uh, the second one, there was a, uh, she was a single mother, and I met her when she was, when the, when her daughter was four. And mm. her daughter just turned 19. So that's, you know, I basically, I was the, I was the stepdad, but I, yeah, I went through that and I won't ever do that again. I never fault a man for being a stepdad. I, I know here on the channel, a lot of time it gets a bad rap and we tell men not to do it, but we do that because it does hurt men ultimately. I mean, in yeah, the I would recommend not doing it. Yeah. And you're a prime example. I mean, it's great to hear someone who's who's been there and done that and seen how it ends for you as the man, uh, the end user there. Um, that it typically doesn't end well. I mean, I know there are circumstances, and I'll just talk briefly about this, where my my first marriage, she remarried a guy, and he is still to this day the stepdad. He was there for my son's wedding, and he's a great guy. He's an African-American gentleman. He's a hell of a man, very good to my kids, has been very good. He is the exception to that rule, but that does not disprove the rule, uh, typically where it would be ill-advised for most men. Um, well, man, um, do you think women will ever get to a point where they realize that collectively that their actions are the reason things are the way they are? I think they feed off of each other. Mm -hmm. And if you have a group of them, I, uh, 25 years ago, I used to, used to be, I'd go downtown to the bar. And there were seven women that I would hang out with and I would be, I would walk in there, there would be a spot at the table and I would sit there. And if any, I was kind of like their, their, uh, their protector. If there, if some, some guy was hitting on them, they'd come over and I, they'd grab my arm, put it around their shoulder. And I'm like, okay, who are we, you know, who are you avoiding? Well, that guy over there. So I'd act like I was their boyfriend for 10 minutes until Creepo walked off. And yeah, that really paid out for me. You know I mean? I was the I was the ride home. I was the the guaranteed safe ride home. They weren't gonna get raped. They weren't gonna get any trouble, you know. And yeah. the, the you know some of these girls, 
I should have known. I, I was raised by a single mom, and I'm an only child, so it was like me and my mom. And you were so, raised to be the good man, the the good son, husband, so to speak. I was yeah. too. I mean, no shame in that. Yeah, um, my dad wasn't around. I've seen him a couple, a couple times a year, you know, and then okay. later on in life, I realized what he really was, and it wasn't a real good person. So I I broke off contact in 1996, hmm. and then he died a few he died a few years ago few years back so but uh, yeah it's it's if you have a group of women that are all 304s they're all promiscuous they're you know they they want me to protect them from the guy they that they didn't think was you know up to their standards wasn't pretty enough wasn't a bad boy enough or whatever and then some other guy and there was one of them one gal she disappeared for about 45 minutes come back and she had asphalt on her on her on her knees and on her on her back on her dress. I said, "What the hell were you doing?" And she turned out she screwed some guy in the the next bar behind us in the behind a dumpster in the alley. Mm. And I was, <laughs> that's that was one of the eye opening moments. Like, holy crap! Yeah, because we're <laughs> we're raised to think they're sugar and spice and all things nice, and they would never do something like this. And then once yeah. you see it for yourself, you're like, "Well, I, I can't ignore this anymore." I remember yeah. seeing one or two do something like that, and I thought, well, it's just one girl. And then by the tenth time I saw it, I was like, are any of these girls the caliber of women that my mother had told me I was looking for? Yeah, yeah, and collectively they 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 will push each other up, even though they all know that that wall's slamming them. They're sl mm -hmm. they slam it as a group, just like they slam it personally head on. Goodness, man, it's it's just it's so sad to see. Well, man, I want to thank you so much, Mouth Agape. You've always come into the channels. You're always here on the live streams. I appreciate it so so much, brother. Thank you for letting me ask you some questions and uh, having the courage to call in all of the guys that called in. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Right, we'll see you, man. Guys, I want to take a moment to thank all of the men who have called in today. It has been fantastic. We talked to Kush. We talked to Absolute Knowledge Seekers, Mouth Agape Ape, swimming in the cesspool of, what was it again? Let me get back to the name. I'm sorry, buddy. I can't read it all. The cesspool of stupidity. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. We talked to Mouth Agape Ape and the Sacred Why and the one and only legendary CGA. Guys, if you don't know who CGA is, go check out his channel here. Well, let me actually paste the correct link for you guys because I do want you to find him. I think I posted the wrong one earlier, but let's get it pulled up here. Free Agent Lifestyle on YouTube, boys. Check out CGA at the Free Agent Lifestyle. I'm getting you the link, guys. I want to make sure everybody gets a chance. He was a huge influence on me, not just because of his content, not just because I enjoyed the laughs and everything, but because in his videos, he actually calls men out for going soft, I would say, for being soft in the pursuit of the things that they want. That's CGA's channel there, Coach Greg. Check him out. Give him a like and a subscribe. Tell him Gone with John sent you in the chat or something like that one day. But the reason I was so um, wanting to go ahead and get him on is busy, man. He's got things to do, but it's great to have him stop by. You guys that I talk to here, you have to decide what you want to do in life, and you have to be ready to go ahead and get it done. And it's going to require some long days, 
probably some sleepless nights and a lot of time it's going to require you to get out of your comfort zone and for you maybe that's not content creation maybe it is maybe you have a hobby that someone would love to hear how you do it or how you go through this things you have to be willing to fight for these things guys and if you just want to be the best truck driver, you got to find out how to become the best truck driver and go all in on that shit. It's so critical. Um, we are living proof right here today. Many of you guys have been with me since a year and a half ago when I had 1,500 subscribers and we are approaching 11,000 subscribers now. Um, it can happen for anyone, but as many of you who subscribe to me know, I put out content, guys. I'm all, I think I put out four or five videos today Plus, I put out a members video in my members area. If you haven't joined, it's $3 a month. If you're not interested, you don't have to. It's more of my personal life, my fishing trips, what I do when I'm not making these uh, men-related content, uh, men-related videos here on YouTube. But I want to thank everyone for coming along. I'm going to be live tonight on Good Mother's Stream. There's a link on my community tab where you can go and check it out. It's at 7 o'clock Central Time tonight, guys. Please come through Good Mother's Stream and support your buddy Gone With John. Good Mother is a woman, but she is a very well-respected woman here in the, the Manosphere area, the MGTOW area. She puts out a lot of great information, a lot of great videos. She does not sugarcoat it. She is definitely not a chameleon. She is uh, She's put out thousands of hours of content that is in line with MGTOW and Monk Mode and men and so please, she's going to ask me some questions tonight around 7 o'clock p.m. I hope every one of you guys will come over there at least for a little bit, say hello, and uh, help support not just Gone With John, but Good Mother as well. She is, yeah, a couple of guys are saying it. Derp Derpington just put it in the chat. She's she's a friend of us. She's one of the few women who actually garners some respect from the men in the MGTOW movement, not movement, but area, we'll call it. How about that? But guys, thank you all so much. I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you to all of my call-in guests today. It was absolutely amazing to have you all come through. I'm going to play some of the music like I normally play. I'll put all your content uh, comments up on the screen in the MGTOW since I missed a lot of you guys that came into the show. Thank you, everyone who watched, everyone that participated. Here is some corpse music for you. And after it's done, I will, of course, run my trailer. You guys have a great day.
Slats, whores, sugar babies, gold diggers, and whatnot.